welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from our two different points of view. Mine being the somewhat satirical cinephile. And mine being... What do you got? What do you got? The hopeless... Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my name is Hamilton. The hopeless, handsome, romantic. There you go. All right, my name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And today we're going to be taking a look at Christmas House 2. I think there's a little subtitle here. Deck Those Halls. Deck Those Halls, uh, which is the sequel, of course, to Christmas House 1. Um, we had to. We had to. We had to do Y'all it. know how I feel about sequels to begin with. Uh, and I wasn't a huge fan of the first one, so I can't wait to talk about this one. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> because you weren't a fan of the first one. Because I wasn't a fan of the first one. Um, you know, but with all that said, Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. What did you think of Christmas House 2? Is this one that you would want to watch again while decking those halls? Or is this one that you want to have in the background because the halls are just taking up way too much of your time decking? Or is this one that you never want to see again because you're decking halls, you're playing with trains, you're fluffing holly and snow? What? T- talk to me. Where does this sit for you? I'm going to give you another one. Is this better than the original? Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of, a lot of, lot a lot of, of information stuff. in there. Um, I, I, I will do all of, all of the the decking and the halls and the fluffing, but also while watching this movie again. Okay. Because even though I was a fan of the first one, unlike you, yeah, I was an even bigger fan of this second one. And I enjoyed this one a lot more. It was a lot more fun. Yeah. Uh, I was laughing out loud quite a few times uh, in the movie. I would say more than a few times actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I th- I, enj- I I like this one better okay. than than the original. So sure. yes, I would watch this one again. Sure. What about you? Yeah, I would watch this one again. Uh, this was much better than the original. I feel like they they finally kind of nailed down what kind of movie they wanted to make, and they just went with it. Uh, whereas the first one, they didn't know. I think there's a lot of you know, should we do this? Should we not do this? Um, and this one, they knew exactly what they wanted. They went for it. They fixed a lot of the issues with the first one, which was the depressed mom. She went to therapy. She's doing a lot better now. And yeah, so it just overall, it was just, it was fun. I mean, there's, you know, a few issues here and there. The biggest thing I'll note though, is that they had a budget this time. I mean, they had a budget that makes all the difference in the world because we still, you know, had that high key lighting, but there were, there were lights there. (laughs) It wasn't just one light just blasting into their face. Well, yeah, that was your biggest thing was to see if they got a bigger budget. They got a bigger budget. Yeah. They got a bigger budget. Well, we have all of our our same same cast. Which is always Uh, good to see. Returning cast. Yes. Robert Buckley as Mike. Jonathan Bennett as Brandon. The brothers, they're wonderful. Um, And they really, like, kick it up a notch in this one, I would say. Yeah, I mean, yes. I I, Yeah, I almost felt like the, the brother conflict was a little bit funnier in the first one like i felt like the lines were a little bit funnier this one there's a lot more animosity behind it so well, this is where the conflict came in, right, right so right. it's a little more serious a little bit more serious with the brother so yeah there was some really funny uh, stuff here but I, the one thing about the first one is that the the brother conflict i thought was was pretty hilarious and um but yeah this one was a lot more serious with that it didn't hold it didn't hold it back just a little note a little note i, s- I still thought they were funny but billis is back we have papa treat yeah uh, who plays Bill, 
and Sharon Lawrence plays Phyllis. Yeah, and they were they were really fun uh, in this one. Uh, they just I, I feel like they were just having a good time. You know, we, we talk about you know films where you can tell when the actors are having a good time. It seemed like everyone was having a lot more fun on this set because I, again, I think they knew that the script kind of let them just have at it. Um, well, and two, they're comfortable with each other now. You know, they made the first point. one, so that's they all point. they're back again. They know, they the know what to expect. Yeah. That you know, they they're basically kind of like a family already um, from making that first one. So yeah, you could tell that everyone just felt more comfortable with each other, and it, yeah, it was just a good time. Yeah, you, that's a really that's a really good point. And you know, like I, I mentioned earlier, uh, the mom uh, definitely is not. A Debbie Downer. She's not a wet blanket in this She's one. She's not the wettest of blankets. Uh, and just the lines that they have, the parents kind of almost take a background. The brother's really coming forward, and especially Brandon's storyline really took center stage, which I, which I appreciated because, you know, we dealt with the parents. We don't need that anymore. Um, and so the parents really kind of had the what was it, the co-supporting the co roles. Like, they really were kind of supporting the rest of the cast in this one, and they had a lot of funny lines. Yeah, I think it was like co-lead supporting. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> great. Yes. Uh, wonderful. I feel like the parents, I almost wish we had more of Billis in this one because they were they were very funny. They were just having a good time. Yeah. They were just there to have a good time. So we have the, the Christmas house mm -hmm. is back. They're doing it again. We thought we retired it, but oh no. <laughs> they're, they're back and, and bigger than ever because they're doing two houses. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> So I, I wasn't sure exactly how much time had passed. Was, has it been two Christmases since the first one or one? Because Mike messed up the roof with his, his like real iron reindeer kind of display, which I thought was really funny. Um, and so I was kind of confused about how much time had passed. I had assumed it was a year, but like I thought it was like the next Christmas, yeah. but maybe. It wasn't the next Christmas because they already had a Christmas where Mike messed up the roof. Oh, gotcha. So I think it was either one or two Christmases past that uh, that we're here. And I, I don't know. I, I almost want to. Is it a different location? Because the house looked better to me. And I had a hard time. And let me know if you did, too. I had a hard time of telling whose house was whose. Well, and I don't know if we missed it. But the whole time I kept wondering what whose other who whose house was the house next door yeah. that Brandon and Jake are staying in? I didn't understand that. And I'm sure they... They had to have said it. And we just missed it because, I, I mean, how could you just have them in the house next door and not explain that? So I, maybe it's the parents' house, but I thought the parents were living down by the lake from the last... I'm very confused. So please let us know. Penny was barking a lot in the beginning, so <laughs> I'm sure we missed it. It's not the parents' house. It's um, not. No, because they wouldn't have moved in right next to their old house. Yeah, right. Gosh. Yeah. So I don't know. We obviously <laughs> missed something, but that was like a big question on my mind the whole time. Like, why are Brandon and Jake staying in the house next door and whose house is that? But it was fun because we have the hedge there. So they're talking over the hedge a lot. We have these nice little moments there. I, I love the, the premise of this, that the houses are kind of going out at each other. Um it, it just seemed kind of kind of fun for me. Yes. And so, you know, if you listen to our first review, you know that I wasn't a huge fan of Andy. And <laughs> I felt like, it, not a, as her as a person, but for her, you know, being with Mike, right. I just didn't feel the, the warmth there, the affection that I feel like Mike deserved. And 
I, st- I have to say, I still don't really feel it in this one. Oh, no. But oh, no. I did like Andy better. Yeah, she's she, great. She seemed more cheerful. Yeah. She was more assertive. We do have a, a new character that makes their way into this movie. Her ex, Zane. Which threw me for a loop because I thought her ex was Troy Parker. Because... No, 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 no. That was just a, like a kid romance. No, but that that doesn't make any sense to me because the whole reason... Uh, let me let me talk to you some some Christmas house lore here. <laughs> all right, so Mike doesn't give her the necklace. Troy Parker swoops in, takes her away, and then the way I read it is that they're together forever. No, it makes no sense then because why didn't she go back to Mike after Troy? It had to have been Troy Parker. No, they were kids. He just took her when they were kids, but then she moved on. Like that wasn't her end all be all. I don't I don't like that. I'm I, I think it should have been Troy. I don't like <laughs> this Zane, this new Zane character who takes the kid for a pool hall and a motorcycle and, and poker and smoking and I, I don't understand. No, hear me out. Just hear me out. He rolls up in a nice car with a nice jacket, a scarf. That is not the man that goes to pool halls and poker halls. Like that didn't make sense to me. What, what about you? Well, talk to I me about Zane. I don't know if he's taking him to like, you know, the seedy, smoky bar. Where pool are you halls. playing pool and um, poker then? You're not playing it at the Taj. I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's some kid friendly pool halls kid, somewhere. Kid friendly pool New, halls. In New York. But <laughs> I, you know, I liked Zane. I enjoyed the, the humor that his character brought to yeah. the movie. Um, and I also. I'm a fan of the actor. We've seen him in plenty uh, Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew James Dowden, uh, who did wonderful as Zane. And uh, yeah, I love that he brought that humor with Mike feeling. I mean, there was some drama around a it as of well. Yeah. But, you know, Mike doing his impersonation of him with the accent. And oh, my gosh. Was that, was, that was funny. Gold. <laughs> that was I mean, so this is why I mean, I feel like. I don't know. This movie just made a lot more sense to me because I love the the idea of, you know, the family dynamic here. You know, this is, you know, basically a modern day family. This happens to a lot of families. And so how to deal with that, you know, setting up boundaries. And Andy spoke up for herself and for Mike. And so I love that interaction. And they could have really overdone this or made it ridiculous, this interaction between all of them. But it felt real it felt natural yeah there was a little bit of humor here and there but it wasn't overdone and i I really appreciate that because it felt very realistic but not in a depressing mom way that we had in the last film (laughs) depressing yes i agree yeah just the right amount of drama without getting too bogged down or feeling too sad because that was our our big issue with the first one is that there was they didn't know how to blend the drama and the the funny and this one they leaned a lot more into the funny but they still had those nice moments. It, it it just flowed really well. Yeah, and I'm just I was just really happy to see Phyllis like happy. That just right. Yeah, yeah. made me happy. Fine, I'm telling you, she had some therapy, <laughs> and so I'm I'm glad to see it. And I mean, they're doing plays together now. They're they're traveling, and oh man, I I tell you what, one of my favorite scenes in this film is Treat asking uh, <laughs> Mike <laughs> asking Mike to read the lines from their play like that. <laughs> That got me just so earnest and just he has his script. There's notes, you know, tabs on the script. Just it was so good. And just, oh, my gosh. And just I love that. One of my favorite scenes. Yeah, I I would have to agree. That one definitely got me. Um, the, the Dirty Santa <laughs> is my favorite. Uh, 
I wasn't expecting it. Was not expecting that to be in the script, and I I love it. I mean, I can yeah. only imagine like how many takes it it took for them to get through <laughs> that, but uh, that was quite enjoyable. It really was. And Treat's just so excited to be reading lines with his son, you know, and just really happy about this play. Don't and judge me. <laughs> so good. <laughs> he goes off, goes off on him on his show. He's like, I've seen your show. I know what kind of lines you like. Oh gosh, it was good. Like there was some there were some good moments. Yeah, the the humor was uh, definitely kicked up a notch in this one, and I appreciated it. So, you know, there is a little, I guess, theme of romance throughout. This one was not, again, romance-heavy, right. and I was okay with that. The, um, the romance of family, you know, family <laughs> love. Yeah, um, but we do have one of my favorite characters back, which I was very, very happy to see. Uh, Marvelous Jim. Man. And you know we were we were questioning his identity, his true identity in the last movie. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm now. I'm like, is is he Santa? He's some type of magical being. That, or he's that, just a really creepy guy. It's, <laughs> it's either. I mean, that's usually how it comes. Either you're magical or you're super creepy. Like this man is is uh, one of those. Well, I'm gonna go with magical. <laughs> Uh, but so Mike is looking for, you know, a ring because yeah. he's going to propose Drop the question and, you know, Marvelous Jim is just there. He's just like everywhere in, in this one. I wish he would have been even more play. Like I wish he would have popped up even more, yeah. but, uh, I love that he just pops up and <laughs> Mike's just like, what? And he's like, magic is everywhere. <laughs> I, I am where I need to be. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely still very intrigued by Marvelous Jim. And I know for a fact now that he is, like, he, I don't think he's human. <laughs> what what do you think he is, Stephanie? Well, he's otherworldly. He's either Santa, yeah. or type of Santa character, or he's an angel, or mm -hmm. he's just a wizard, or I don't know. He's something. something. Yeah. Something. No, he, he, he could be something. I'm leaning a little bit towards creepy, you know, but he could be something too. Um, but no, I was glad to see him return. Like I said, they basically took the best elements of the first one and just expanded upon them and expanded on them in the sequel. And I, I don't know, like usually that doesn't work, but for this, it, it just worked. I don't, I don't like sequels, but this one is a good sequel. Yeah, I really loved. I don't know how you felt about this part, but I loved the the interviews that they did. Yeah, I I know you probably didn't like the lighting setup. I hated the lighting. <laughs> the, ca the little camera movements, like I think those were done in post, so they they weren't done in camera because they didn't look natural. Like the little jitters and stuff, ah, it drove me crazy. So yeah, I I I liked the idea of them and they were funny, but I didn't like how they were done. They were very funny, especially Billis's oh interviews. Those were that was probably one of my favorite scenes was <laughs> their little like, outtakes. Yeah, no, they, they really were, and you know you, you touched on upon it just then, but I mean the lighting is just it's not my favorite style. Um, but at least this time around, they had the budget to do that style justice. Um, and so I'm, I was happy to see that, you know, because I hate when just things are just lit with like one light and just very, uh, you know, saucy and just bright on their faces. This unless at least felt felt natural to me. Um, and there's actually some really nice, uh, darker scenes where, you know, Mike is out by the tree outside and like the lights from the bulbs are on his face and they really push like this yellow tungsten look out there too. So we actually have a few moments 
where they kind of go away from that high key lighting to get a little bit more drama in their shots. And there's a really nice scene where Andy is talking to Zane. You, we we're looking at them through the, the window glass and they're on the table. Really nice shot there too. So it, it wasn't my style, but overall they did that style really well. And there were some really fun scenes uh, that I actually enjoyed. Yeah, I thought I did notice like there were some shots that seemed a little more like artistic. Yeah. Um, had yeah. a little more low depth of field mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and very like cool tones. I thought this movie seemed more like cool yeah, in, in some areas. Yeah. So it's funny because they ha- they do like a shot of the camera filming them and you can see the settings of the camera. And I guarantee that's kind of the settings they were using for their real cameras. And so they're shooting a lot of natural light here. So everything looks like you're just standing out in sunlight instead of having that yellow cast to it, which we saw a lot in the, the first one. Um, and so I think they were shooting at like 56 Kelvin. Um, and so everything looks very natural and cool because it's supposed to be winter. Yeah. See, I know. I know. Yeah, you got about. it. I mean, you've, you've been doing this long enough. You're picking yeah. up. Oh, but one thing I did notice, which is a little, you know, uh, which I felt this movie was a little progressive for, for Hallmark, which we have seen them going that way now. Yeah. And this one came out a year after. So 2021. But the fact that, which I didn't realize until they make a comment earlier, that Andy and Mike are apparently living together. Yep. Yep. Which I don't know if we've seen that in a Hallmark movie where two people are living together before marriage. No, usually they, they have their own apartments or yeah. what have you. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's rare. If it hasn't been done before, it's definitely rare. And it felt real. I mean, even um, Noah says, you know, Mike, you, you, you're you basically, you know, a part of our family already, you know, because they live with each other. Well, he says, you're my Mike. You're my Mike. <laughs> I know that scene when he puts on it. And again, a lot, of, there's some heartfelt moments here, which felt natural which felt really good uh when they're at the magic shop and he puts on the cape he's like you know you need this for for big moments and Noah's like is this a big moment he's like I, I think so like it was just authentic you know everything just felt better you know and that moment especially was was really really wonderful and the, the other, and I'm glad you brought up the, the living together too because one of the things they usually do in sequels is to create drama they have it seem like the couple isn't going to really get together you know there's usually an engagement or a wedding or something and but they they go through some trials they don't really have issue i mean zane is the issue but andy's handling it wonderful i think i think mike's handling it really well too and so i love that that we see their relationship grow without all this unnecessary conflict right before the the engagement proposal yeah because i really thought they were going to try to do like oh is andy going to go back yep. to zane they easily you know done that. that they easily brought him back that. so yeah i'm very happy that they didn't go that route either and it worked and that's why i think a lot of sequels falter is because they try to add unnecessary conflict, unnecessary, yeah, just conflict with, between between the romance. Yeah, and this is the Andy that I that I like. She was very, you know, you know, I didn't like because she was cold to Mike in the first movie. Yeah. But obviously, you know, she's not cold to Zane, but I love that she's like standing up for, you know, um, telling him like when she's like, you need to grow up. <laughs> yeah. And cause he's just swooping in and trying to show up whenever, but she's like, look, we have a life here and you know, yeah, she's um, setting those boundaries, which yeah. she needed to do, which, which is awesome. Cause Mike could have gotten upset with her for not setting those boundaries. And then there's a kind like really well done. I'm, I'm glad we didn't see that, but we do have some really, you know, as much as this movie was a lot about the comedy, um, and the funny, but we do of course have some really touching moments. And one of my favorites, 
uh, was, you'd mentioned the hedges, was this talk between Mike and Jake. Yes. And it's yeah. after we see Andy, you know, telling Zane what's up. And um, <laughs> I guess Jake has, has overheard. And so they come together over, across the hedges and have this really sweet moment, you know, talking about proposals and, you know, like how how Jake proposed to Brandon because he's heard about Mike wanting to propose to Andy. And it was just a really sweet moment. And I just, I don't know. I liked seeing these two characters together because I don't feel like we've had sort of that heart to heart moment with them before. Yeah. And we get to see another dynamic of the family, which is, which is awesome, you know? And also the fact that because Bill's had less story in this one, we could really focus on the Jake and Brandon romance, which I love because we're seeing that kind of conflict, see them work through things too. Yeah, and do I mean they get real sort of you know dirty between the brothers, um, and yes, not not like Santa dirty, no. but no. Like, not my favorite kind of Santa like, dirty, like like intense brother sibling rivalry dirty. Um, a little like more than I thought they would go this route. Well, they had to have conflict somewhere, right? We had yeah. to have that conflict. Yeah, true, but. It makes me uncomfy when... Uncomfy? When, <laughs> when mom and dad fight. I yeah. don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. But really some great, you know, conversations that we have of of Brandon talking about how, you know, he feels like he's always had to... Like, he hasn't had an easy life like he assumes that Mike has had. Right. And, you know, things are just harder for him. And it's interesting to, to finally see the brothers... hash it out and to realize they're both insecure turns out about their like kids you know Noah's not I mean he's kind of like Mike's kid at this point he'll be his stepson yeah and and Brandon's worried about his kids growing up and thinking Uncle Mike is the you know their favorite person and so yeah it was interesting to see that they're both of their insecurities came from the same place yeah exactly and even you know the, the thing that I really enjoy, too, is that is these little moments, these little conversations that really hold a lot of depth. There's a moment between uh, Andy and Mike where they have this conversation and, you know, Mike's like, I wish we could have gotten together as kids. You know, I wish that wasn't a mess up and, and Troy Parker didn't come and steal you from me. Um, but then Andy's like, but then we wouldn't have. And they both are like Noah. And so that moment right there, I thought was really, really touching. And just seeing these different types of families, these more realistic types of families is, is wonderful. And even having Billis talk about the Christmas house, because the Christmas house seems insane at first, but they kind of break it down why they did it. And just, I, I love that. Just giving more depth. Oh yeah. I love that backstory of that one year that it was like a blizzard and you know, they started with one room and yeah. then it kept multiplying. Because it more. seemed insane in the first movie. Yeah. It's like, no, these people have issues. But having that backstory and then having them say, like, it was a way for us to get to be with our kids during Christmas, you know, and just, I don't know, just everything just worked in this one. Like, I want to watch it again right now. Like, this is one that gets me in the holiday spirit. And let's let's talk about the end because that, that's holiday spirit city right there. Wow. Yeah. Um I have to say, they really upped their game. I wish we... This is my one complaint yeah. with the the re, the house reveals because I wanted to see it more. Like, I yeah. wanted to see them more in detail. You know, they've both been working, but I guess it was... I guess they didn't actually really do all the decorating inside, yeah. maybe. But I don't know. I mean, they do have a, a clear winner. And, you know, they announced the winner on the thing. But do you agree with the person that wins 
I don't know. I need to see more of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I agree because I love the the orbs, the lanterns out in the trees out front. That's a really nice touch. Um, but again, I, I would need to be there. I would need to see it. One of the things I missed were seeing the kids go through the house, seeing their reactions. I think that's one of the nice things they did in the first one is we get to experience the house through the joy of these children looking at the decorations. Um, and the decorations are so much better in this one, too. I mean, they even have blow molds. You know, this is not, you know, the 99 cent section at Target. These are real decorations. Yeah, this one was not about the joy of the children. This one was about <laughs> no, which brother no. was going to win. And the clear winner was Brandon. Yeah. You know, Mike's using the same old, same old decorations. I feel like Brandon really, like, went original. I mean, he baked cupcakes. He had, like, cupcake-themed decorations. Like, his house was magical. Like, I would want to go to that Christmas house every year or or live in it. Sure. Um, I've So, yes, I'm very happy that Brandon won. He was the clear winner. You got me with the baked goods, for sure. But, again, it was hard to tell whose house was whose. Like... I, Brandon's had the cupcakes. Okay, and he, I know he had the trees, but that part was a little, a little difficult for me. To me, it felt just all together. Yeah. Um, and you know, which is a minor thing, uh, in my opinion. But one thing I want to talk about is the real conflict here, which breaks my heart, and that's they fight at the play. And you know, I've been waiting to see this play the entire film. We just get a taste of it. They're hitting each other. They ruin. Every, uh, and they, they have that moment outside, which, great. They're about to go in, then they get the phone call. No, man, just go back in, see the play. You know, that, that broke my heart. What about you? Yeah, I mean, like I mentioned that, I lo- you know, that conversation that they have. But I, that, that, them fighting over the armrest thing, I couldn't, that was very cringy Pain, for me. Painful. I didn't enjoy that at all. I thought that was a little silly. Because, yes, they are being, like, you know, they have the rivalry and whatever, but it's like you are two grown adults. Like, are you really fighting, like, two children right now? So that part wasn't funny to me, and I didn't enjoy it because I honestly, like, you wanted to see you slay me. Like, I wanted to see that whole play. After we got a taste of it. (laughs) Just a taste. Just a taste. I was like, what is this? Like, I need to know more. I have to see more. So I was mostly disappointed that I didn't get to see more. Of and apparently play. it was like a Sears ad too. Like I, I, uh, and, but the thing that really got me is that they were going to save it. They're going to go back in and see the back half of the play, but then they don't, they go back to, and it's just, ah, uh. well, someone had ran into the, house, I mean, so, put I that mean phone it kind of was an emergency <laughs> airplane mode. You're at your parents play stage debut, but um, I love how, uh, treat is um you know he finally sees him and he's just like don't (laughs) don't even like they're truly upset that they missed. They should be upset i'm upset um you know but yeah going back to the the final decorations and everything it it was lit well i i love like i think they handled the nighttime scenes really nicely and it made me feel like christmas yes i they had some people go through the house at the end i don't think i saw many kids there again i just i missed that that childlike wonder. Well, I had childlike wonder as they were, you as know, the cupcakes, as I saw it, the yeah. cupcakes. So you should have been watching me watching. You would have gotten what you wanted, but, um, I love, you know, we get, we get a proposal. This scene is very adorable. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Marvelous gem, of course, swoops popping in. up. He's, he's a PA or he's a, a grip. I don't know what this is. part may be. You could, like you said, you could look at it either way. It is a little creepy. He's like, you know, kind of behind the van in the dark. But um, 
obviously he uses his magic Mm -hmm. and Noah is the one that gets to sort of set him up, set the, set the proposal, which is beautiful because it's it's all about the family there. You know, just, I loved it. I actually got a little, a little teary eye here because it's just a beautiful moment with the Cape and the callback to the moment that he had with Noah and just, it was great. It was lovely. Yeah. The Cape was my favorite part. Yeah. Um, a proposal in a cape. Come I on, mean, big moment. A sparkly cape. Big that, moment. Yeah, I loved that aspect of yeah. it. But here's here's my here's my thing. What's what's the butt here? What's going on? Andy, Andy still, she's still rubbing me the wrong way. No, she's great. I love her. Her response to this proposal. Mike is just saying <laughs> all of the sweetest things. Yeah, and she's almost like laughing. Maybe it's like nervous laughter. I'm trying to give the girl a benefit He's of the doubt. He's in a cape. Come on. You probably got more emotional than she did. Like, I just That's felt like true. there was like no emotion other than she's kind of looking at him like he's crazy. And then the yes, like, uh, I would have liked to see a little more emotion, a little more tears, maybe a little more warmth. Mm-hmm. But I just am realizing that's just not Andy. That's not just her. not who she is. And no. if Mike loves her, you know, her cold, cold heart, then that. I, I love her too. Then, I love her too. Then that is for them to to deal with. So I was a little, you know, I was wanting her to be a little more touched with the proposal, and then she's just like, "Wow!" Like, but in a way of like, like, "Wow!" Like, mm-hmm. this is I don't know. It wasn't my favorite. Her reaction. I loved the proposal, right? But her reaction could have been better. Okay, fair, fair. Uh, then we have Zane come up, and Mike offers him the olive branch, and you know, we know things are going to be better with them. We uh, hope there we, might be a Christmas house three. Oh Zane man. becomes the villain. No, tries to break them up. No, no, he's he's already met the Mike's agent. Or <laughs> gosh, no, I would. Oh, I, that's true. They put them together. I didn't see that. I coming. saw that because there's a look. There's a slight look early on, because uh, she asked Zane to come by, uh, and so there's a slight look between between the two of them when he's outstaging uh, Mike in the camera. He kind of gets up into the camera, and it's hilarious and. Uh, punching a 20-foot great white shark. I think Jaws, and correct me if I'm wrong out there, I think Jaws was 24 feet. So a 20-foot great white shark is four feet less than Jaws. So that's a huge, huge shark. I'm not buying it. No one <laughs> was there. Is there proof? No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was uh, Christmas House 2, the sequel to Christmas House 1. Well, it's just Christmas house. I would love it if they just called it Christmas house one. And the very they knew they knew this was going to be. Would you? Here's the real question. Yeah. Would you want a Christmas house three? Ah, uh, it's tough. I mean, without treat, it's going to be. It's going to oh, be tough. Oh, I wasn't thinking about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, now I'm sad. I know. Yeah. I, got, I got sad watching it because as you know, it's kind of wrapping up. I'm like, they need a third one. Like, let's make this a, a trilogy. So mm. very sad. Um, then that one will not be. No, they can't. I mean, they, I don't they no, can't do I don't it. want a third one now. I yeah. forgot. But I, and even then, I, I don't know, because this one felt good. Like everything kind of got wrapped up. I don't know if they need a third one. Honestly, I think this is a, a really good, really good end to it. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Um, and I have to say, you know, as far as treat, I always talk about how, uh, you know, amazing of an actor he is. He does the drama so well, but I loved getting to see, like, to me, he was so funny yeah. in this one. His comedic performances was, were were absolutely wonderful. Um, and so, yeah, I'm glad I got to see that side of him because I haven't really seen him in too too many roles like that. Yeah. Or any, for that matter. Even the, the, the kicker at the end when he's 
not guilty. That whole, like, gosh, it was, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so good. I'm just, it was just fun. It's just a fun movie. And this is definitely one. I would, I would still never watch the first one again. I would watch this. You one. don't need to. Yeah. I feel like this one is a good, I mean, the first one you sort of are introduced to the characters, but I miss the flashbacks. You know, I miss oh God. I, I was like, please, no flash, <laughs> please, no flashbacks. In this one. Um, <sighs> and I thought they were going to go there when they were doing the interviews. And he's like, you know, when we were kids, I was like, Oh, Ooh. here, Ooh. but they didn't do it. Thankfully. Uh, um, but yeah, this one was a lot of fun. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I'm glad we watched it. Me too. And yeah, definitely, definitely rewatch for sure. You got me excited for Christmas. You got me excited for Christmas. Uh, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We're about to start our, summer nights as well we're going from christmas to summer well we never left summer but we summer we tried. to christmas back to summer we, we're doing it it's a lot but we are pumped for some new summer movies and yeah thanks again as always for listening and mm-hmm. supporting and we will be back next week yep thanks guys thanks <laughs>